Hello there, I'm here with fans. Today we are here with Brandon Rhinus. We're just on a call because Brandon actually is an artist that's out of Edmonton, Alberta. You might have heard of him when we were promoting the movie Hotbox, which was all over the news. Brandon, you guys did an awesome job promoting it. And uh, we ha had seen that you did a few screenings right in Edmonton, and you did that project with Julie Wheland and uh, some really big names from Calgary. So, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, having me on. You have so much on the go, it's almost like filled my head too much. So I want, so I wanted to get back at you about how things are doing since Hotbox release. Uh, I can't even remember when that was actually. That was last year in the winter, yeah. Yeah, we uh, we shot Hotbox last November. I think it was uh, April that we had um, the uh, premiere. So I mean, time goes by so quickly. But yeah, it, it uh, came out and uh, you know we had two screens and they were both. You know, massive successes. I couldn't believe how much people loved it. Um, so yeah, we're still trying to find a distributor on that one, and you know, find out how to get it to uh, you know a worldwide reach. Um, but one thing at a time. You know, at least we know that we're sitting on something that's uh, hilarious and, and people love. <laughs> yeah, Crystal Bell, our uh, known actor from Calgary and comedian here, he made an appearance. I thought his role was awesome in it. I loved it. Oh, yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> and Morgan LeBlanc, who we've uh, definitely promoted for core values or whatnot, which you were a part of as well. So you know yeah, what? Yeah, uh, the script for core values. Yes, that is the cool thing about you. You're not just a writer, director, producer of films and TV shows. You're working on a horror right now. But you also write scripts for other shows and for other projects. And I had no idea about that until we started following you uh, obsessively on Instagram or whatnot and Facebook. <laughs> because you have so much going on. Like, tell us what you have going on right now. Um, yeah, like the, you know, the writing for higher stuff, I mean, that's kind of my main source of income. It's actually, you know, how I make my living. Um, when I, if I direct and produce my own project, then it's kind of up to me to raise the money, and I usually end up, you know, putting in a bunch of my own money, and, you know, it gets expensive. Mm -hmm. So basically in order to, you know, keep the lights on and pay the bills, I have to, um, um, you know, just write scripts. And kind of the more my, more my name gets out there, the more I get hired. You know, Hotbox helped a lot. I'm pretty much getting back-to-back writing jobs, um, a lot of them are the same people, you know, they're happy with one project, they'll hire me for another, mm. um, so what you see on IMDb, like, it looks like, I, you know, I guess I have had, you know, a ton of projects made, but it's kind of only the tip of the iceberg, like, I have so many, you know, short films and TV episodes and full-length movies and comic books that I've written that are still, you know, basically trying to, you know, the producers are trying to raise money for it, or it's, you know, on the back burner while they're doing something else, so I have a lot of stuff that will hopefully be made soon. Um, but a lot of it, it's, you know, I just like being available and I, I like to practice, you know, so I like the, just the ability that someone could pitch me an idea and I could turn it into a movie, which is what happened with Core Values. Um, the director, Gil Allen, met with me and told me he had this, you know, idea for a movie. Uh, it was a very basic premise. Um, he gave that to me and asked if there was something I could work on and I was like, yeah, you bet. So I wrote the script, he loved it, he went out and raised the money and they shot it. And uh, it turned out great. People love it, and you know now it's uh, you know it's available on Amazon Prime and um, 
Sunrise Records, um, so it's kind of cool that someone could just pitch me an idea, hire me to write a script, and then you know a year or two later, it's actually like a real thing that exists in the world. So, um, so yeah, I like doing those kind of projects, but also I love doing my own. Um, I like coming up with a concept, writing my own script, directing my own thing, and you know then it's kind of my project. So I kind of like doing both ends of the spectrum of that. That's so interesting that you said that stuff because. I can see your passion behind what you're doing because if, you know, the people that do follow you know that you're more of a behind the scenes, you don't do that much media or whatnot, but you have been more recently since your projects come out to share about that. And you're so humble, but honestly, I think you're one of those people that are working 24-7 writing, and this is really what you do. And recently on social media, you posted that you've stopped working odd jobs or or a full-time job, and this is your full-time job now, writing and being a filmmaker. And that's so exciting to hear that. Yeah, it's it's exciting, but it's uh, I mean it's terrifying at the same time. Um, it's like it's so hard to make a living, especially in Canada. You know, like I mean, if I was in LA or something, like, there'd be more opportunities. But it's you know I'm always you know two months away from you know having to get a day job again. It's, yeah. You know, and it's it's you know it's nice to have that you know that that regular paycheck coming in. You know, with this kind of work, it's basically I need to be hired by someone, or someone needs to buy my script in order to make a living, and it's. You know, it's basically, you know, it's almost like trying to, you know, make a living buying lottery tickets and hoping you win. Because, you know, what if, you know, what if no one buys one of my scripts for the next year? You know, then I'm screwed. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm always hoping, you know, just pitching things and, you know, something will come up and, mm-hmm. you know, I'll sell something and, I'll, you know, I'll get by a little bit longer and then some other opportunity will come up. And um, so it's going fairly well, but it's, just, yeah, it's always stressful. I mean, it's part of being in the arts, I guess, um, is that it's something you have to deal with. But I mean, with it. If I have a day job, it just totally cuts into the time I can put into it, so I can't, you know, produce as much stuff, and I can't write as much, so it comes down to, like, really, what do I want to do with my life, and and it's just like, yeah, I know what I want to do, I want to write, make movies, and make comic books, so, you know, anything that's getting in the way of that has to go. Well, that's a really inspiring story that you're bringing to the table today because there are a lot of people that would love to be where you're at, but listening to what how, how you kind of feel from it, it seems like, yeah, it's a lot of prep work and building to that level to be able to even do, do what you do full time. So that's a feat in itself for you, and uh, a lot of people responded to that, that uh quote that you made about being a full-time artist and you making that decision and that's what we all want in in the entertainment life is to do what we love but once you get there then it's even more work I think people forget that yeah it's I mean it's fun I love it but it's it's stressful it's a lot of work and you know like if you have a day job I know a lot of people that you know they either they are they want to be uh, they're an aspiring screenwriter and you know, they'll write, you know, like one script a year or someone every couple of years. And, you know, it's fine. We have, you know, we don't need the money. As soon as you need the money, then that's not going to work, right? Especially when you're doing kind of like low-budget, you know, um, indie films. You know, you're not making, you know, million dollars a script um, to live on. You know, the pay is much lower. So I end up having to write, you know, at least one, usually more per month, um, just so I have enough things to get by. You know, or just enough, you know, basically I can get enough money to pay my rent so yeah. I have to write 
insanely fast, and you know people always comment on get stuff done fast, and it's like why. Well, you, you making your rent? That's why. Yeah. yeah. It honestly does. Like this new project that you've been shooting uh, a little bit called uh, Haunted. I'm Haunted. I'm Haunted. Yep. Um, so you're getting into the horror aspect now that you've done a comedy. Now you're doing a horror. Is there any difference within the writing or with what you're up to for this film for shooting? Um, but it's going really well. We're having fun. And, you know, after a project like Hotbox, 
once there was just you know, huge crude huge yeah cast. it's kind of nice now and, and most of i'm haunted is um shot on either a phone or a laptop so it's kind of nice just to basically it's just i'm the crew and uh you know we just have a lot of time to kind of work on the character and you know just kind of you know, basically it's a fun, relaxed process, and we're just trying to make the story as cool and scary as possible. <laughs> That's really neat. CBC started putting out um, kind of your idea of, like, small clips. Uh, oh. Yeah, and then it all comes to together, you know, obviously when they watch it, but, like, less than ten minutes, even on CBC Gem, I could see that project on cbc i'm a huge advocate for cbc so maybe i'm a little biased but that that. yeah that process of how you're filming it now is now being a mainstream of putting it on on those big platforms so definitely think about reaching out to them because i think people don't have time in the day to write watch a two-hour movie you know like i don't i don't know if this is off base but like quentin tarantino it's like there's a little bit of of that in a reminiscence with your work to me because of how yeah i don't know why i think that but i've definitely felt that with your work before and like how you are with like having the same cast and and you know your writing is so kind of connected and and whatnot with all your work but anyways I just felt that um it's just what you're doing is not easy and if somebody follows you on Instagram or Facebook especially they're gonna see how hard you're working and that's why I'm here with has been supporting you behind the scenes has bugged you to try to be part of your projects like everyone we message we message Brandon say hey can we get in this because uh we see that you're putting out that content maybe it's low budget or whatnot but nowadays with different platforms I think you're gonna get there one day I really really hope so yeah I'm here with and you like in everyone involved has been very supportive of me which which is really great because i mean you only hear a lot of stories about people to see adversity they have to face and all the that is the story yeah um i just i've never really run into that so much it could just be you know maybe people are talking about i'm not there or maybe they just don't (laughs) i I don't know but uh, i found especially people in edmonton even calgary too to uh, a certain degree uh like have been so like supportive and just you know not only just like you know helping me out with money but also just you know promotion and just you know willing to you know people drove up from calgary to be in hotbox and like everyone's so great to be letting us shoot in their houses they're loaning us vehicles and furniture yeah. and, like uh, everyone's yeah. just like so awesome that like, i couldn't do it without just of the course. people in the film community in alberta but you're the leader right the person who writes it i always say I always want to be on set with the person that wrote it to be able to ask them like always the director do I do actors you know directly work with and make sure that they have what they need from them but the writer knows what it's gonna it's supposed to be and I feel like it's great that you're the writer and director in some projects because it's like even stronger uh, of a, a the story told is a bit like more thick and and meaningful and it's directed in that way that was like written on the paper and I love when I see projects that you can read it off the script and then it's on the screen and I'm sure as a writer that that's what you're looking for right yeah like sometimes like yeah I just love kind of following it from 
Exactly. Well, it's inception to it's done. It's, it's kind of cool, like with Hotbox. Uh, you know, it's, it just kind of an idea that came to me one day. And somehow I pulled it all together into this huge thing and, and made this movie. So that's kind of cool. But at the same time, I also like when someone else makes my movie, um, you know, like Core Values as an example, or uh, John 316, uh, was directed by Jarvis Greiner. Sometimes I like just writing a story and then I kind of part with it. It's like, okay, here, give it to someone else, and then they go off and make it. And I really have absolutely nothing to do with the production. Like, I never visited those sets. You know, I saw pictures on Facebook. Basically, it's no longer my movie. I kind of. The different, away. yeah. Different. And then you get to see how it turned out. And it's just like, oh, I wonder how much they changed. Or, I wonder how close this is to the way I was imagining it. And it's, uh, so it's always kind of interesting to see that. I've never really had any disappointments uh, up to this part. At some point, I'm sure I'll, someone will make one of my scripts and I'll just hate it. But uh, up to this point, I've been happy with the, the work everyone's done. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see you mad. You're one of these <laughs> calm and, and very professional. I think that's why people gravitate to really wanting to work with you is because there is a lot of hack, you know, indie you know, that doesn't go anywhere in, in life, you know, like nothing wrong with indie. I'm super into indie work, but it's like how many artists out there that are even listening right now that have done a project and nothing comes of it, doesn't even get finished. People want reliability, security to know that even if they're doing the project for free, at least it will be finished and they can use it for the real, if not, you know, for it to be distributed out there. But um, when when you see somebody working as hard as you are and you're actually putting out product, of course you're doing this full time now. And of course people are supporting you. So always have that mentality within you and just keep doing the work, sitting there and writing like I see that you're up uh, all the time in the night, so I know you're you're working as as uh, we are as well. So it's kind of like, well, I'm not surprised that you're getting to a point in your career where you know you're getting really big accolades and doing a comic book as well that's out nationally and more. That's pretty cool too. Yeah, it's great. Like it's um, it's funny. Like with like this, you know, to to do what I do, like I have to turn out content, and sometimes it's easy to come overwhelmed with the amount of work, you know, because I'm, you know, even today, like, I'm writing one project and work on my script, but then, you know, I'm also editing Dumbbells, the um, TV show that I directed that was uh, written and produced by Julie Whalen, you know, so I'm doing that, and then I had to do this interview, and it was kind of all these things I got to do, and it's easy to kind of, you know, collapse under the weight of everything, but if I think, if I, as long as I write, if that's my main thing, it's like, I'll just get up, I'll pound out 10 pages of script in a day, if I just do that, you know, at least five days a week. It's like no matter how busy I get, it's like just do the writing. Then no matter what, it's even if other things are you know slow moving and things are taking forever, it's like at least I constantly have new scripts out. You never know. Like I always hear, um, you know, this is a producer somewhere, and it's like, oh, they're looking for um, you know a horror movie that takes place in a house, or they're looking for a female lead thriller. Oh, and it's like, I that's see. Like, oh, that's like I have that. You know, I just finished writing that, so that I can email them and be like, ah, hey, you know, I. Have these other credits, here's my IMDb link. You know, I'm a producer screenwriter and I have the script is what you're looking for. Um, so you go out there and, and, and source and try to get the gig and, and, and write the script before even. Wow. So people listening to this should know that. It doesn't just come. You have to reach out to the right people. You have to keep trying to get your product out and something will hit, I swear. Yeah. It was a... Uh, Two, two or maybe three years ago, kind of for like an 
email oh, yeah. contacts for producers and everyone. And I spent the entire summer every day. I would just uh, email and pitch ten producers one of my scripts. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and basically it'd be like maybe one in twenty would even email me back, and maybe out of those, another one in twenty would even be interested. But it ended up getting me a contact in the Netherlands, um, who ended up becoming interested in my scripts, and he recommended me to someone else, and they hired me to, to write a script. Um, so okay. basically, just doing that was totally worth it. Even though I only got out of the you know three hundred or however many people I pitched, only one of them it led to one lead, but that led to getting paid to write something and bigger, bigger opportunities. Um, so I'm constantly pitching anyone that'll listen. I'm just just constantly emailing people and you know chatting with them and getting to know them. And then next thing you know, like I'm hired to write uh, um, five comic books now for a guy in Australia, a publisher over there. So things just come up by just networking and constantly having new material and being able to write fast you know like if producer wants to hire you and you know it takes you you know a year or more to write (laughs) well you're not really useful that you know if i can tell them yeah i can have the script done in three weeks they're like oh that's cool and then i deliver on it and they're happy with the quality they're more likely to hire me again for the next one because uh you know they just know they know me they know i'm easy to work with and they know the quality of my work so what was your first project that you'd say that really got you to where you are before you got your next one out? You know what I mean? The one that got you there. Um, I'd say it's probably I'm in love with a dead girl. Like I've, like I've been kind of dabbling in short films and stuff ever since I was a teenager. Um, I made some really crappy ones back then. And um, in just like 2007, me and some friends kind of made this feature length act like no budget action movie, you know, that didn't turn out very well. <laughs> but it was always just kind of like a, a hobby thing I did on the side. Um, but it wasn't until about, you know, three, four years ago when I decided, yeah, hey, I'm going to do this for real, you know, see if I can actually start pursuing it. Um, so we, I made a few kind of shorts. We made the Metal Case episodes that turned out pretty good. And, but I'm in love with a dead girl was the first time where I actually raised money for something. I think we raised like 6,000 bucks. Um, it was a short film. Um, it was a, my first time actually working with like a director of photography. Before then, I would just kind of shoot it myself. And, but this is the first one where I'm like, I'm going to try to do this professionally. And it turned out so well. I mean, we're getting, you know, every day we're getting a couple hundred views on YouTube. And um, I have a fan of, the, of that movie that's out in Ontario that, who says it's her favorite movie of all time, which is <laughs> hard to believe. But, but people just love that movie for some reason. It really speaks to them. So that was the first time I did that. And, um, you know, got into a few festivals. That, that was the first time I realized, like, hey, maybe I'm kind of pretty good at this directing thing, and I should do that, uh, do this more. So yeah, I would say I'm in love with a dead girl with the fit that category. Well, congratulations on on all of that. Where can Thank people you. follow you? Because you have like ten movies on the go right now. But where can um, they follow you, Brandon? Yeah, like I have. Uh, you know, I usually have like separate facebook um page just it's my name brandon rhinus and i'm on instagram and twitter just uh, at brandon rhinus you're a twitterer oh my goodness i did not think of you as a twitterer oh wow i'm, I'm more i'm more twitter than i am instagram instagram i'm still kind of learning how to make that work okay. but uh, well we'll be tweeting you then i'm excited okay. about this i like when people are into social media of sorts because then they share it and you share it and everything's just like 
shown within the network that we're working together and that we're trying for each other both. You know, yeah, when there's exactly. a syncope and and a, a give and take in anything, I I I feel that the feeling is a long-lasting one that's created. You know, but oh, not yeah. always. People have their reasons why they don't share. It's not a big deal for us. But we love that. So we'll be tweeting you. So make sure you guys all follow Brendan Rhinus. He's and follow a, on uh, yeah. YouTube as well. If you, just, uh, if you just look up Higher Universe on um, YouTube, you can find all my short films and um, you know, other stuff I have made on there. So, uh, yeah, check that out for sure. And yes. subscribe too if you can so you don't miss anything. And if they don't, I'm going to give them heck. Because they're missing out on a really good uh, filmmaker in, oh, out you. of Edmonton. Okay, well, thank you so much for your busy time. And we're really excited to see I'm Haunted and to see where Hotbox goes, actually, as well. Yes, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. This has been great. No problem. Have a great day. You too.